If you were to open your email right now, how many messages would you really need to pay attention to or how many you think might be junk? If it's a work email, then hopefully you don't get too much spam or junk there. But if it's a personal email, then I would imagine your inbox could be flowing like mine with unwanted messages. Something about this time of year is the perfect time to once again search for that tiny little unsubscribe button in the fine print of so many messages, subscriptions, and junk mail I receive that I do not need. But what if it wasn't as easy as we thought to decipher what is junk and what is not? Are we allowing junk in that we now have placed some value on? You know the saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure? I think we can apply this to both flea market finds as well as apply it to messages, content, and what we believe to be true. Our thoughts, our worldview, our faith, or lack of it, what we value and what we claim as truth in life becomes our filter for what we allow in and hold dear as well as what we label junk and throw out. What are we setting our minds upon? In Colossians 3, we are told to set our minds on things above, not on earthly junk like sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, and all the idols of the day. We have guidance and direction through the Word of God, the creator of all things and the author of it all at our fingertips. But are we using it to help us see what is true and right and what is junk? I often see a highlighted message at the top of some email that says, mail thinks this message is junk mail. There's even a little trash bag to the left, just to be sure I know they think this particular message may be something untrue, deceptive, or an attempt to harm me in some way. It's ultimately up to me to decide if I will allow it into my inbox to open and consume, or if I will confirm that yes, this is trash. I don't need it, don't need to see it, read it, or spend any time with it. So let's mark it, throw it out as the junk it is, and maybe even protect me from getting it ever again. We consume and blindly believe a lot of trash that should be thrown out. So how can we know what message is true? Acts 17.10 as soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. As a result, many of them believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. Paul and Silas were spreading the gospel message of Jesus. They had just been in Thessalonica. The Jews there thought their message of Jesus was junk. They were not receiving it, so they forced them to be on their way. The next town was Berea. I love how the Bereans were described. They were of more noble character, being open to listen to the message Paul and Silas had to bring. Was what they were saying about this Jesus true? or was it junk? They examined the scriptures. That means they searched, they did the work of digging into Holy Scripture, and they discovered a confirming treasure of what is true. As a result, many believed. 
You may think what I have to say or what you've been told the Word of God has to say is junk. Let me ask you this. Have you searched for yourself? Have you read the pages? Don't be so quick to have opinions about the Bible or think you know what it means or looks like to put your faith in Jesus until you have read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Open your heart and the pages of God's word. Ask, seek, and knock, and you will find what is true. That's the truth. There's a lot of junk out there, but I can guarantee you this message of Jesus I bring to you today is not. Believe it, your life will be made new as a result. I'm Lori Klein.